Welcome to Good Mid-Morning. I'm your host, Liam Flanagan, a.k.a. DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets, a.k.a. DJ FGQB NYJs. Today is Friday, April 30th, and oh, what a show we have for you. Hey, give us a text. Our text line is open, and the number is 971-361-9396. Give us a shout, and we'll give you a shout out. I want to thank all of our sponsors. Little Timmy's Whiskey. Not sad enough? Try drinking Little Timmy's Whiskey. It's sure to make you sad. And we want to thank Leon's Milk Sickle Delivery Service. Do you like bland popsicles? I think you may like Leon's Milk Sickles. It's just frozen milk. And lastly, we want to thank the folks down at the Hammock Emporium. Looking to pretend hammocks are comfortable? Well, head on down to the Hammock Emporium. They have hundreds of styles and colors, none of which are actually comfortable. For more, for more information, go to thehammockemporium.gov. Thanks again to those sponsors. If you or your business would like to be an actual sponsor for Good Midmorning or any of the great podcasts on Podland, send an email to liam at podland.productions. Hey, hey, it's Friday. What a show. What a show we have for you. Folks, joining me is my favorite co-host, the co-host I love the most, pastry chef, real estate broker, dog owner, and all-around amazing person, my wife, Aura Taylor. Good morning, Liam. Good morning, Aura. How are you? Good. Yes. Good. How are you? You know, I'm doing pretty good. So far, so good. What a morning. Woke up a little late today. Yeah. Uh, nice. S- slept in, I guess, is what mm-hmm. they call it. Uh, woke up at 7.30. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was, I was, I was like, ah, oh, I got to get up. I got to do stuff. I'm late. So what's going on with you? We, I mean, the morning was pretty fun. We had the dogs barking, uh, going crazy, little pepper. And folks, if you didn't know, if, uh, uh, if you're not following along, uh, at, basically right at the beginning of when we started this podcast, and this is the 28th episode. Uh, no, 27th, 27th or 28th, we're around there, uh, uh, episode. And so, <clears throat> th- uh, we got the puppy right when we started this show. So, uh, I've been following along pepper, the, the puppy who is now on Instagram under, uh, pepper, the pepper pup PDX, pepper pup PDX. So you can follow pepper there. Cause she's quite possibly the cutest thing you've ever seen. She's a very cute dog. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I mean, we already had a cute dog named Seamus but this dog is really cute so she has her own Instagram page yeah you have to see her but in the morning well she's still cute but she's a bit of a terror she was terrorizing Seamus yeah she was terrorizing the other dog and then it kind of goes back to you know the whole cuteness and puppies and why they're cute because you know if she wasn't so cute we would have returned her. We would have returned her to the Humane Society. Yes. Support your local Humane Society. Exactly. Um, but uh, she's doing great, and we're having fun with uh, Little Pepper. Little Pepper Pup. They're up there, uh, you know, licking peanut butter right now. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I do. That sounds kind of gross. <laughs> what else is going on? Uh, you've been doing some uh, realty stuff, of course. Folks, you know, who are following the podcast know that uh, you have recently gone into real estate. You are a, mm-hmm. a real estate broker. Yep. And, uh, you know, just selling houses left and right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. But, <clears throat> but that's I, the plan. Yes. So I'm currently going through the training program with Think Real Estate, which is the broker that I chose. And it's been really interesting. I've been sending out um, introductory letters, which is part of the program. It's um, 
They have you touch your friends eight times in eight weeks. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> the way that they phrase that is that really what they say? That's, That's really what they say. They, yeah, you've got to you got to touch your friends. Mm-hmm. We're gonna need you to go out and touch your friends eight yeah, times. Yeah, like, but it's I don't like that. Yeah, and also it's COVID time, so I'm. Uh, it's not actually touching them physically. It's sending out a letter or a postcard, calling, texting, emailing, things like that. So I started it off and I sent out a, a letter of telling people what I was doing with my life. And um, we sent out about 38 of them. And it was a, a really good lesson in social anxiety. Nice. Yeah. And you're getting over the social anxiety. Is that is that what you mean? Like you're exactly. It's yeah. Helping I with mean, pretty much everything in my being was like, don't do this. Right. <laughs> don't bother people. Yeah. Nobody I mean, cares what you're doing. Well, that kind of thing. OK, well, I you know, I, I can agree with the uh, with the, you know, don't bother people because I feel the same way. I'm always like, I don't want to bother anybody mm-hmm. because for some reason in my mind, I feel like I <clears throat> like I don't want to be bothered. But then when I think about it, uh, I, I realize that I wouldn't mind if, if a friend of mine reached out to me and said, hey, this is what I'm doing. No, this not is, at you all. know, not check this all. out. And so, uh, you know, yeah, that's just a little thing that our our own minds do to us that trick us into making us believe that people don't care what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's also what we we're talking about the other day of imposter syndrome, too, of just, you know, where, where you just think in your mind, you over overanalyze it and and just think that you're you shouldn't be doing something. Exactly. You but don't think you're worth you, you don't think you're, like uh, you think that uh, your what your work isn't worth, you know, anything or you know the time that you put in isn't enough um that type of thing yeah 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 so i but the people that i sent letters to actually my database is all people that i i felt like would be happy to hear from me and it was a great way to of reaching out um you know a year later there was a few texts i sent people asking for their addresses that i had texted them exactly a year ago when quarantine started kind of checking in one friend was it was, hey, her, was that only a year ago it was Man, only a year ago that was just that's flew birthday. by you know that, as far as uh you know quarantines go uh that just flew by <laughs> Did it? yeah it just i mean <laughs> but yeah a friend i in um april i texted her happy birthday and said i hope to celebrate with you soon and then the next text was a year later on her oh. birthday saying, hope you're good. Yeah. I mean, I had hope we can celebrate soon her on Instagram or something. But yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So. Um, so another thing in your real estate, uh, in your real estate world that that I find fast found fascinating is you were telling me about a was it a class that you were taking yesterday? Yeah. It was that was about uh, racial. Um, yeah. Racial equity in in real estate and it's another great part of the why i chose think as as my brokerage because they have you know really good continuing education but they also teach they also have other um people come in and teach classes on such things as yeah racial equity and and uh yesterday's class was called white dominant culture and it was rough yeah it was intense um you learned some things about Oregon that you you weren't. Uh, yeah, I mean we've all we've always known that Oregon was uh, a bit of a racist state. 
even though Portland's very liberal. Yeah, Portland is very liberal. Um, I grew up in Ashland, and that's pretty. Li- that's very liberal, Eugene. But with that, there's also the rest of the state. Yeah, and the rest of the state is very white and very. Um, yeah, I mean, even you know, Eugene has Springfield or places like it. Just seems like. Um, Every place has another place that's just not yeah. as good. It's not great. So let's what let's but, talk about the laws the that you found out about or the or the the fact that they didn't take certain thing laws away. Yeah, they did not. They were one of the last states to ratify the Fifteenth Amendment. Um, I don't have the information in front of me exactly, but it was just that Oregon was just not in the forefront of uh, allowing. Um, freed slave to own property right and it was like the laws not, did not allow anybody of black or brown <laughs> descent to own property but that a white married man was allowed 1300 acres for free oh wow and and yeah i mean of course women were not allowed to yeah. own property at all right and this is, you know, close. This is 1854, so this is a long time ago, but it really isn't that long ago. And then a lot of the laws just were never taken off the books. They're they're not enforced, so they're no longer a law, but they are still on the books. And so there will be um, neighborhood associations that, you know, if you do a deep dive into the paperwork, will just say that, you know, that's not allowed to be sold to. Uh, certain races so if you buy a house there's something in the paperwork that says uh you're after after you buy the house you're not allowed to sell it to a black person yeah or any person of color any person of color yeah and that's still on that's still in the contracts today in oregon yeah some places it's some neighborhoods it's still in the paperwork and but. so and then people say so when the you know what happens when if you know say i'm buying a house and i read that and i'm like whoa 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 what is this well i'm that's not right i don't i don't want this in the contract well they're just they're starting to actually take action and take that out of out of the contracts but for a long time it was just like hey don't worry about it and you're like actually i would really just rather it not say that at all on my the house that i own yeah um you know the civil rights act in 1968 made it so that you cannot discriminate against race or color for housing and so it was kind of like a federal law um and state laws were kind of just slow to catch up um and then it was really all updated in in 1968 but yeah there's still some things on the books you know and it just it seems like it's a long time ago but then you're like actually that's really not that long ago and why hasn't that just like it it doesn't seem like it would be too hard to just take that part out. Like white out. Yeah. You know, or, you know, anything like that. Like, uh, you know, I, or because I'm assuming like th- that everybody has, uh, I mean, you just copy this, this document, right? Yeah. So, who, you know, whatever the master document, <laughs> I don't know, but it just seems like at some point somebody should say, hey, you know, we should probably just take this part out because it doesn't make any sense anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But it's, it, you know, and there's also some interesting things when you're looking up a house, you know, and you can find the old work orders for 
a sewer system that was put in 1962. Uh-huh. And you can see, like, they've just scanned it, these old, you know, it's handwritten, things like that. So I don't know if it's just placed, it just pops up unexpectedly in, in you know, there's a lot of records out there of transactions that right yeah, have some stuff in there but but yeah so it was a and it was an intense class it was very um yeah it was interesting and people had some really nice um comments and the uh, people are very involved in asking questions and things like that and nice so. So it's uh, it's going well though. You you know you're enjoying what you're doing and and are you enjoy, you're I am. Yeah, enjoying this those week classes? Yeah, this week was a little rough. Um but just with some sales following through with my um kind of partner Kelly. That's part of the game though, you know. That's, it is. You know, it you is. you get built up. You you think, "Oh, here we come. We're we're going to buy this motherfucker." And then boom. Ba- seller backs out, buyer backs out. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you find burnt wood inside the roof yeah sometimes turns out there's a huge fire in the house and the (laughs) people who are selling the house forgot to maybe mention that well they they did mention it oh did they yeah that was in a deep paperwork (laughs) but yeah so it was it was interesting it was exciting but i did get my second shot on monday so you are all vaxxed up well you got you know you got another couple weeks to to actually say that you are all vaxxed up i've got uh just about four days three days Three days, yeah, and I'm going to be all vexed up. Still going to wear your mask. Going to be what? I'm fuck that thing. No, you're I'm burning all my masks. I'm mask. burning them. I'm burning them. I'm putting them in a barrel and I'm burning them, and then I'm putting the barrel in between no, <laughs> Catalina no. Island and it's probably Los Angeles. Your allergies. You're always complaining about your allergies. <laughs> uh, I think I've convinced my um, family member that was not into getting vaccinated. I think I've convinced them to get vaccinated. Oh, good, so good. That's a relief. That is a relief. Thank the Jesus. <laughs> yeah, everybody out there, just get vaccinated, so then we don't have to talk about this anymore. You yes. know, can we just can, let's make let's make a pact, everybody, that uh, by 2022, and that gives us the rest of the year. But by 2022, we'll just never speak of this again. Yeah, we'll just won't talk about masks or or getting vaccinated or any of that. If everybody just people goes, dying, get, people getting yeah, sick, all of yeah. that will just be, you know, we're just going to put it, put it along with Trump because, uh, you know, yeah. I forgot that that four years even happened. So, you know, that's what we're going to do with the, with, with the whole pandemic. I, I mean, we're not going to be able to do that, but, <laughs> but it's a good idea. <laughs> um, just some quick news stories. Oh, folks, we didn't even, I haven't even said that, uh, coming up uh, in just a little bit, we've got oh, yeah. Mike Kirkendall going to be in house playing music front row friday it's gonna be amazing send us a text 971-361-9396 is the number we are live right now just uh you know my wife and i having a nice cup of coffee talking about stuff the 49ers hey did you hear the 49ers got themselves a quarterback yeah my wife does not care um and uh yeah i don't really care either the nfl draft was yesterday the first the first round uh and i i i don't actually care um because (laughs) as i've said many times i'm a sports enthusiast i'm not a sports fan i don't play any fantasy sports teams uh so the draft meant very little to me and in fact the 49ers getting a new quarterback because i am a a 49ers follower um (laughs) I have to be very uh, precise with my words when I'm when I'm trying to say I'm not a fan. 
you know yeah um but anyway uh anyway the whole this them getting a new quarterback just made me like oh my god this stupid team it all goes back to the curse of alex smith which i won't get into because that's a whole other that's show. a whole other show and then it would make me look like i was a fan oh because so, you're talking because i because well i would just be like it would be i'd be fanatical is mm-hmm. what you know it would sound fanatical which is where the term fan comes from why which is why i always say i'm not a fan because i'm not fanatical about it <laughs> <laughs> and the audience thanks you uh, for that definition <laughs> there's a uh, a las vegas couple said workers behind their uh Workers digging behind their home for a pool installation made a surprising discovery. That's right. They found a set of bones that could be up to 14,000 years old. Well, I've seen that movie. What? Which one? Poltergeist. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That is true. They were mm-hmm. digging for a pool, yeah. and that's where all the skeletons came out. Yeah. But those were human skeletons, and these were more likely a horse or a large animal. Oh. Okay. That was well, around and during below the, that was wasn't there an Indian burial ground below the uh, fourteen thousand year old horse bones? No, no, in poltergeist. <laughs> below the below the house, it, yeah. yes, it was an Indian in Indian burial ground. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and uh, and then that's where all the spirits came from. But this is a again, this is oh, different. This, is, this is not. This is this is a true story, and uh, it has to do with. 14,000-year-old bones. Uh, in other news, <laughs> just we're just doing some fun, quick news stories. We've got, uh, I don't know if you heard, but Mike Kirkendall is going to be here in just a little bit. Yeah, uh, right. But a, t- a 12-year-old North Carolina boy who took a few extra classes in his spare time during COVID-19 uh, is now preparing to graduate high school and college at the, in the same week. That's right. A 12-year-old boy, I said. Mike <laughs> Wimmer. Of Salisbury, ah, you know, I love their steak. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> uh, he's going to graduate uh, Rowan Kubaris, Rowan Kubaris Community College with an associate's degree, May twenty first, and will uh, graduate Concord Acad- Concord Academy High School just seven days later. He's going to graduate college before he graduates high school. That's an associate's degree. An asso- yeah, what is an associate's degree? What does that even mean? Isn't that what I could have gotten from wayfinding? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it doesn't exactly. mean it's anything. It's a two-year program. I right. Think. Yeah. Yeah, I've so. done that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. That's amazing for a 12-year-old. That's Yeah, great. I get You know he's probably on the, you know, on the specter there. Um. I don't know about that. I won't make any assumptions. But I will. I, I'm I'm good at making kids assumptions. Are just doing nothing and playing <laughs> video games and chatting with friends online. So I think that's great. This kid is doing. Is so positive. You're so positive. That's so great. <laughs> Thank you. Um, let's take a quick break. Uh, I think I'm hoping that uh, our musical guest is going to be here shortly, and uh, and then we're going to move on to Front Row Friday. So uh, I'm going to throw on a little bit of Wilco right here uh, on Good Mid Morning. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland.Productions. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna play a little Wilco here. This one is called Ode to Joe. Nope, I'm not gonna play that one. I'm gonna play s- this one called Can't Stand It. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland.Productions.
You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland.Productions. Hey, did you know Podland is now on Patreon? That's true. It's true. You can now become a patron of Podland. Just head on over to Podland, the homepage on Podland.Productions and click on Become a Patron, Become a Podlander, because that's what I like to call it. I like calling it a Podlander. Become a Podlander today, uh, and you can help uh, Podland become a creative machine. Do it today. Head on over to the homepage. Click on the Become a Podlander button. Hanging out with Aura Taylor, uh, you know, just chilling, talking about the news, listening to some Wilco. We were just listening to Wilco do Can't Stand It off the album Summer Teeth. Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to have Mike Kirkendall joining us. So that's going to be fun for Front Row Friday. Um, and in less fun news... Here's, that was a great segue. <laughs> yeah. In less fun news, uh, the GOP in Florida House passed this week uh, some more voter-restricting laws, lessening the amount of drop boxes and requiring new forms of ID, if, ID for absentee ballots. Florida, Damn. you know? Damn it, Florida. Why do they keep doing this? I don't, you know? Well, I mean, I understand why they keep doing it. Yeah, but <laughs> the less people vote, the more Republican votes they get. I just, uh, you know, it just doesn't seem right that uh, that they're able to do this. I don't know. I just don't know. I, you know, I guess. I, I, do you have to have the real ID? <coughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to vote now? Did you know that Oregon it was has never been a part of the real ID thing? They were uh, one of the states that's like, no, we're not going to do it. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oregon, until like just last week or something, was like, we're not issuing this. This is stupid. So I heard that the, the real ID thing was pushed back to t- 2023. Because of Oregon. Because Oregon was like, no, we're not doing it. It's stupid. Yeah. And, uh, and then they just said, and then finally, the so the feds were like, okay, we're going we're gonna to push it back to, to 2023. So Oregon's like, okay. Yeah, and for those that don't know, it just means it's an ID that has a chip in it that uh, has allows all your you, information. <laughs> yeah, but it allows you to fly domestically. Yeah, um, but you can use your passport. Which yeah, it's always had a chip in it. If you have a passport, then you don't more need recent, you, more recently in the last ten years. Yeah, had a chip in it. But so if you have a passport, you don't need to get the real ID. Yeah, but if you're going to get a new ID, why not just get the the real ID? Well, it's thirty dollars more, oh. and you have to have more information. You have to have your birth certificate with you. I believe. Oh. Um, I know that it just getting your regular ID, you can just bring your old ID. Yeah. And they'll give you. I got to do that, too, because mine expires yeah. in September. I'm doing mine in two weeks. Ooh, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I hopefully I'll get a good picture. Unlike my passport picture, which was awful, I got the Walgreens, and I've had, now I have to have that for. Another, what, what? 10 years? Yeah. Yeah. Another 10 years. Well, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we've been traveling. So. No, no one's seen it. Yeah. But once this, uh, you know, once this whole pandemic's over in a couple of years, fuck, I can't wait, <laughs> you know? It's We're going to be doing amazing things. Uh, speaking of people who are, do, you know, are doing amazing during the pandemic, Amazon reported over $8 oh. billion dollars in profit in the first three months of 2021. $8 billion dollars in profits. In the first three months, they are cashing in on the pandemic. 
because uh, everybody's just buying stuff online and uh, the consumers are flush with those, you know, stimmy checks. They've got all the stimmy checks and they're just like on Amazon, just like, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Gotta get the stuff. And Jeff Bezos just like, <laughs> just <laughs> fucking getting fatter and fatter from cash, even though he's not, he's not really a fat guy, but. No, I just I just picture him just eating the money, just like. (laughs) 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 Give me your soul. I am Jeff Bezos. Oh, Oh, Jeff. Um, So, yeah. So there you got that going on. You know, you know, people are dying. Uh, There's homeless people all all over Portland and and Amazon in three months made eight billion dollars. And. Jeff Bezos is, is is he one of the guys that's not he's not a uh uh charitable person. No. He's no, a very he's uncharitable. Very uncharitable. So you got that going for you, America. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's uh let's uh let's get another uh, Wilco song on and uh hope that uh when we come back we'll have Mike Kirkendall here. Yeah. Sound good? Sounds great. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on podland.productions this song is called quiet amplifier it's off their 2019 album ode to joy
Listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Dot Productions. Hey, folks, check out what's going on in Podland. We've got uh, great podcasts uh, out and more to come. Check out Fiddle Me This with host JT Trawick. That comes out uh, every Friday, and you can also check out new episodes of My Three Songs. Those are coming out bi-weekly. We've got a new episode episode coming out uh, this coming Tuesday, so you're gonna want to look for that. Uh, and then also, folks, become a, a, a patron of Podland. Become a Podlander. Hit that uh, Become a Podlander button on the homepage and help us out. Folks, joining us for Front Row Friday is one of uh, Portland's favorite. Before the pandemic, you could find him playing shows at the Landmark Saloon, the Laurel Thirst Pub, and other spots around town. You could also find him touring with M. Ward or recording albums in his own studio. It's my pleasure to introduce Mike Kirkendall. Mike Welcome to Good Mid-Morning. A good mid-morning to everybody out there. How you doing, bud? You know, I'm doing pretty good. The sun's come out here in Portland, and it just feels... And I got my second second jab, you yes. know, about a week ago, exactly a week ago, so I'm feeling a little bit more invincible. You got one week to go, and then you're totally invincible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to start licking everybody. Yes, I can't... That is actually what I miss the most. Licking people. Licking people, mm -hmm. yes. Licking strangers. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm respectful about it. I you know <laughs> earlobe or uh, you know yeah, you got to be respectful when you're looking strangers. <laughs> uh, how has uh, how has the pandemic been for you? Um, you know, it's been okay. I always um, it's brought my recording stuff kind of to a halt, except for like I've done some remote mixing for people. You know, mm -hmm. for and I, luckily I had a full album that I got to mix early in the pandemic that took about you know we went but one song at a time and it took you know it took about three months so nice you know yeah. um and uh you know thankful the pua thing came through for the uh you know i don't make much from it but it's better than making zero on on a on a week you know so as you know normally us self-employed people don't get anything if we're not employed so yeah that, that was nice um and then in 
in uh, December, I finally broke down and started working on my own record. And so that's been really chewing up my my mental and, and just my creative juices in a good way uh, yeah. since then. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was I was going to ask, have you been writing or uh, creating stuff? And I haven't been writing for a little while, but I did a lot, um, a lot over the last year and a half. And yeah, yeah, that's great. That's good news. I'm glad to hear it. Um, so and so you're feeling good now. Uh, well, <clears throat> are you feeling better now that maybe there's a little light? Uh, not not that you said you didn't say that you were feeling that bad, but uh, <laughs> well, I am feeling better. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I mean the, this this surge that we're going through is kind of weird. It's like, why, why is there a surge now with all the vaccinations going out? But I guess people are just tired of it or something. I don't know. I've heard it. I, 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 I'm no expert. Somebody else can answer that question, but yeah. So that doesn't feel great, but, um, um, yeah, you know, the sun's coming out, you know, our, our place is starting to maybe book shows a little bit more now, or is um, that still a little, I think a little bit. Yeah. It's still outdoors. Um, I mean, I could, I haven't been trying to play since I started working on this record. Cause I, I have a hard time splitting my brain between those two things. I'm really out of shape. I did play a show out at the subtle lodge last, um, Thursday. Yeah. And, uh, that was my first indoor show in ages and, uh, they very limited seating. Uh, you know, it was very, they were very strict about how many people could be inside. Right. But I was, I had fun, but boy, I need to get back to practicing you know, to play a full live show. It's like, yeah, uh, my, I was just like, kind of just like a runner that, you know, decided to enter the race after taking two years off or something. Like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> well, maybe this will help. You know? Yeah. So here's a little practice. Yeah. Play, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I should be able to get through four songs. Hopefully. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear some. You want to hear a song? Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see. Um, I will, I'll play a new song, um, and it's a nice mellow one. All right. Called We Know Pillows. Don't know 
frozen and the others melting down one path is chosen while the other goes around and around but oh the wonders of hiding don't have to go there and you don't know you don't have to stay we know pillows we know pillows we know pillows don't we You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland.Productions, hanging out with Mike Kirkendall. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. New one from Mike. Yeah, new one. Yeah. Very <laughs> nice. It's going to be on the next record. The next record, which you've been working on this year. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what's your most uh, creative time of the day? Are you a morning person, afternoon? Like, when do you, when do you really get that? I would say morning for some things morning for ideas mm -hmm. um, evening for execution of ideas oh nice yeah I mean sometimes late morning for execution of ideas but usually I wake up in the morning and I start getting ideas about what I'd like to do and and they're they're my better ideas usually and then afternoon for some reason I don't get as much actually accomplished but uh, yeah nap time yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I wake up then at night and start getting creative feeling. Yeah. I uh I'm I like to I'm more I'm more morning do everything like wake up, have ideas, get ideas done Go. and then by like 2 I'm like spent. Yeah. <laughs> well, morning uh, is a good time. Yeah, I I'm uh, I I enjoy the the mornings. Especially especially now in the springtime when it's uh, you know, you go out and the birds are chirping and the sun's out and it feels nice outside. Yeah. That's a good feeling. It is a good feeling. Well, let's hear another song. Okay. Well, let's see. Um, maybe I'll just keep going with another. 
another new one. This one's not as sleepy. No relief, staying in 
You're listening to Good Mid Morning. Got Mike Kirkendall. What was that one? What was the title of that one? Good Grief. Good Grief. Um, Did anybody ever say that to you when you were growing up? Oh, was, yeah. Yeah, Grandma used to say, Good yeah. Grief. Good Grief. The, the Peanuts said it all the time, too. Oh, maybe that's where <laughs> she got it. Um, that, and that's from the new album as well? Yep. Um, you want to be? Is there, a, is there a theme to the new album? Do you do themed you know, albums? Uh, yeah, yeah well, I mean, uh, I do, and I do in my mind. Um, but um, you know, um, maintenance, mm-hmm. like you know, that the first song we know, "Pillows," is kind of uh, you know about how we can get into the rut of um, of holding on to the things that make us comfortable. You know, and, yeah. and grabbing those things that make us comfortable and just putting off any kind of maintenance. Uh, uh, and this is a lot about kind of about doing some maintenance on yourself. And uh, in a sense, you know, just like I figure we could all relate to that. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, Especially during these times. Yeah. That's all we have. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I might as well work on myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, uh, let's keep it going because we're, you know, we've got about 10 minutes to go. That sounds good. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, let's see. I will do. Well, shoot. I do have another new one. Yeah, I'll do another one. All another right. new one. This is not super new. I wrote this one three years ago. Um, it's called One and Done. One and done Two and through Three and on on me Walking around Wearing a groove In the hood It's all coming down are already gone It's no good I wanna believe I wanna belong Wanna grieve you yeah, Maybe I should Taking a seat Bringing it in From the cold Wanna retreat, yeah, but the flight oversold. I gotta stand by if I wanna fly, but the truth is the lies getting old.
You're listening to Good Mid Morning here with Mike Kirkendall. That I love that song. That was great. Thank you, man. I love the whistling. I love that you do the whistling. Well, I got to do something <laughs> in the instrumental sections. Yeah. yeah, my mom was a good whistler. She, yeah, uh, it comes. It's 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 the th- I get a lot of compliments on that, but it's the only thing I've never practiced. You know, I just kind of picked it up through her. She would just whistle yeah. around the house or whatever. You know, she was working like the old literal whistle while you work. Mm-hmm. And uh, just I could do it too. I love a good whistle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we've yeah we've got time for one more. All right. Well, I haven't had a shower yet today, uh, so I'm going to call this one uh, "Refusing to Bathe." All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm refusing to bathe in a bath of sorrow. Glad for what is What was and what could be Tomorrow I'm refusing to bathe In a river of sadness We'll get through the worst I'm looking forward to goodness and gladness and somewhere some way somehow sometime someday for now I'm refusing to bathe in an ocean so hopeless I'm gonna sit by the fire Rebuild and rewire More smokeless Someday, right now, I hope it's okay. If I'm refusing to bathe in a bath of sorrow, I'm glad for what is. What was and what will be tomorrow? You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Dot Productions, hanging out with Mike Kirkendall. Another great one, Mike. Thank well, you so thank much. Thank you so much. Thanks uh, for having me by. Yeah, I, you know we always love having you in the studio, Mike. Uh, you want to let people know where uh, you, where they can find your music? Where 
You yeah, might. you know, you. I have a website. It's not very up to date, but you can find me. My, you can listen to my stuff on, uh, you know, Bandcamp and those kind of th- things, and uh, Spotify and all that stuff that I don't really even have access to. But I know it's out there on that, and uh, uh, you can order it. You know, um, through Bandcamp, you can download stuff. There's a label called Fluff and Gravy that put out my last two records. You can get some vinyl and stuff like that directly from them, and um, yeah, just do a search on my name, which is yeah. C-O-Y-K-E-N-D-A-L-L, pronounced Kirkendall. Mm-hmm. You know, we weren't very Google savvy back in those days. <laughs> they didn't, we they didn't think about that. They weren't thinking about that. <laughs> no, they weren't. Uh, but yeah, it's MikeKirkendall.com. Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, but if it, and you can find it by searching Mike Koikendall. That's right. Uh, but it's Kirkendall. <laughs> That's right, but I, I'll answer to either one. <laughs> Thanks again, Mike. My pleasure. Uh, folks, tune in next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've got uh, hosts Joey Ficken uh, on Tuesday, Arlo Warehouser Wednesday, Thursday could be Aura Taylor, and then Friday we're going to be listening to some great music. So tune in all next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for tuning in.